hate that game. Oh. Well, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Oaks Online. Yeah. 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 It's good to be back in the studio, guys. Oh, yeah. Wow. Josh turned into a car yes. for a bit. So how are you feeling? Um, you know, it's still a bit like ill, but mm. I'm getting better. That's good. Um, yeah. I hope it doesn't happen again. If you don't know what we're on about, he turned into a car on the <laughs> interview with Karen, and you will see that later on. Oh, yeah, Hannah, why don't, you, why don't you tell us a bit more about this interview with Karen? Yeah, so we've got a lot coming up on this episode. We've got interview with Karen, which me and Jack did. We've got uh, Emma and Julia talking as well. Um, so it's a great episode. Yeah, Karen is. Gonna, we're going to be asking her about her encounters with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I'm really looking forward to it. So, right boys, now. tell us about Youth Fest because I know yeah. you've just come back from it. Mm. Tell us about it. What you did? Fantastic time. That game there, we played a bit of that. We did. Hung, hung, hungry frogs. Hungry, hungry frogs. frogs. Yeah. We played hunt the leader, where mm-hmm. we had to like hunt down the leaders. Uh, we played the pointless board game. We had lots of talks up there as well. Q and A with David Cosmo. Yeah. Um, Worship. Worship. Great band. Great. Really good. Yeah. Um, lots of great questions were asked as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we learned a lot and had a lot of fun as well and ate good. a lot. Yeah. Sounds That's like you had fun. Thing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. great. Good. Yeah. And we're also on the run up to Easter now as well. Um, so, tell us, have you given up anything for Lent? <laughs> no. I have not. You have, Josh. Well, not really, but I haven't been eating <laughs> scotch eggs for a while now. Because I've got braces on, and the last thing I ate before getting my brace on was a scotch egg. Oh. And I haven't eaten a scotch egg since, and when I get them off, I'm going to be eating a scotch egg. So you could say it's like a little sandwich yeah. of scotch eggs. You, you gave up something last year, though. I gave up chocolate last year. I don't think I could do it this year. How was it? Very difficult. How was it? It was good. Uh, just very difficult. I just ate loads of chocolate afterwards, because <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... No, I've not really done anything this year. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. What about you, Jack? How come you've not given anything up this year? Well, I gave I gave up like fizzy drinks last year, but I, I come I it was good. I kind of just forgot it happened this oh, year. So I just it's all right. We all yeah, make yeah, mistakes really. and forget yeah. things. Yeah. But what better time to start than now? Mm. So, guys, would you rather be able to <laughs> sing really well or play guitar really well? Oh. I'd go play guitar. Yeah, I'd too. say sing really well. Why? Wrong. I don't know. I just love to. I love so many songs, and I just love to be able to sing them. Or you could play yeah. guitar to them songs as well. You could do. Yeah. Great. Thanks. So Emma, Emma and Julia, Josh, you forgot to talk about them. They've just had a lovely Bible talk with David. Haven't they? Yeah, it's really good. And in fact, they actually talk about Narnia in yeah. that. You know, Aslan the Lion in Narnia. Mm, mm. Yeah. He's very scary. Aslan and friends is Nalsa. So anyway, um, yeah, Aslan's a great guy because he's loyal and he's strong and he's powerful and he's brave, just like oh, oh God <laughs> in real life. So yeah, I think he's a great guy yeah. and a good uh, reflection. Yes, and Emma and Julia's Bible talk and that is out now. Hello 
everyone and welcome to this episode's Encounters with Jesus interview. My name is Emma, this is Julia and this is Nutmeg, uh, the wise one of us three. Uh, we're going to be unpacking David's Bible talk, which is available for you to watch now on YouTube because it's very short. So we thought we'd just unpack some of the main themes yeah. that he covers mm-hmm. together now. So Julia, you had some thoughts. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the way he opened the um, story because he's he's reading uh, some banana books at the moment. Yeah. And he's describing the part where little Lucy is um, being challenged by um, uh, Aslan mm. to sort of do stuff that she doesn't feel brave enough to do. Yeah. And she's saying, no, no, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not big enough, I'm not brave enough type thing. And and then she buries her head in his mane. And as David described it, it's like a little bit of magic happens. And when she kind of does that, sort of really leans in to Aslan, um, encounters him in that really kind of intimate way, she's kind of transformed. Mm-hmm. And um, that encounter, she's, she steps away and she's different. And she's yeah. able to go out. And she then, in turn leads her siblings who have, as you described before, lost the magic and can't see Aslan, but she actually leads them to be able to see him mm. themselves. Um, and it's that sense of, of pressing into Jesus, pressing into God. And as we do that, we're changed, we're transformed. Um, so, yeah, it was, a good, it was a good opener. I like that. Yeah, I love how he starts the encounter of Jesus story with, we're going to talk about not encountering yeah. Jesus, encountering Aslan. Yeah. And, um, the fact that, you know, like you said in the story, it's really powerful imagery to think about in our own lives, as in if Aslan represents God in C.S. Lewis's mm-hmm. world, then, um, you know, the fact that they can not see him anymore, they've had some time away from Narnia where they've kind of maybe not been around Aslan as much, mm-hmm. and then they kind of think Lucy is a bit silly mm-hmm. because she's saying she's seen things and they don't believe her yeah um, but then she then leads them like you say to be able to encounter Aslan again and I just think that's really powerful yeah uh, really powerful imagery that we can help others encounter Jesus mm-hmm. when we encounter him ourselves yeah really powerful really good really good opener yeah um and then as he goes into the kind of the meat of the talk he he describes how we often feel like perhaps before we become a Christian that we're going to lose something. We have to give something up. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll lose something of ourselves, but actually we just gain uh, in every way that that, uh, that encounter with Jesus that we have brings out the best in us and helps the good things to kind of rise to the surface and the not so good things to decrease in a way. Um, I thought that was very helpful um and that comes out in a lot of scriptures we heard on sunday didn't we about the, the pearl of great value that's there's a scripture about a farmer finding a, a pearl in in the field and he goes and sells absolutely everything he's got in order to buy this this pearl because he's recognized that that is yeah. the most important thing and so that as we go on our journey um and not just learn more about god academically but I don't know, have that encounter that's a heart, it's a heart encounter, it's a heart change. That's where we see the value of what we have. Mm. And and I think he says, once you've encountered Jesus, like 
really, really encountered him. There's no turning back. No. You can't erase that. You can't change that, um, which is very true. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's definitely my experience. I think I went on a journey in believing, choosing whether to believe in God or not, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, right, there's a God that exists. Mm-hmm. And then once you've encountered Jesus for yourself, you can no longer say he doesn't exist mm-hmm. because you will be lying. You would therefore be lying to yourself and to others. So there definitely comes a point where you mm. you reach that that knowledge. And I think that's the Holy, Holy Spirit testifying in us. I think that's what the Bible talks about is, is mm. that, is that, isn't it? You, yeah. know, you can't anymore say, if I, I can't, I can't say that Jesus doesn't exist anymore. All I can do is choose whether to follow him or not. Yeah. That's the only choice I have now. Yeah. Now I've encountered him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, really cool. And I guess that ties in with the difference between, uh, you know, religion and that relationship with Jesus, that you, you can know everything you need to know about the Bible and scriptures and what have you, but if you don't have that intimate experience of God for yourself, you've never experienced that, then it's just a bunch of rules. Yeah. And, um, you know, to encourage you that if if you know... About you might believe in God, and you might have gone to Sunday school, or you might know some of the Bible stories. But actually, there's much, much more. Yeah, and it's it's pushing through and, and having that relationship with Jesus that changes our lives, which then in turn goes on to change the lives of the people that we encounter. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say that it's interesting you say that because I've been doing. Um, we love the Bible Project. We do. don't we? Yeah. And cool. I've been doing. They've got these like course things that you can do like proper deep studies of of the bible basically and i've started one and it's really interesting because it's taught it, tim Mackey, the guy one of the guys who heads up bible projects is saying that the bible is meant to be read and read and read and read and read it's not something that you just like encounter once and then you do, you you do, you're done mm-hmm. you know he says it's meant to be read like morning and evening every day you have like meditate on it you know there's never you can never have enough of this and that's what david picks up on in his talk about you can never have enough encounters with jesus and reading the bible is one way you can encounter jesus obviously and and i'm not just talking new testament i'm talking old testament too I, i firmly believe that you can encounter jesus in the old testament too and that word meditate means like i didn't realize this I don't know if you knew, but it's like to whisper or to or to mutter it, mm. you know, over and over. Mm-hmm. And like you think, there's people in the Bible who, in their darkest times, you know, tra- tragedy, tra- put my teeth in. tragedy, tragedy <laughs> strikes, and out of them comes from the overflow of the heart comes a psalm. <laughs> it's like I when I'm at my <laughs> Low we don't see any psalms coming out. No psalms come out, no. <laughs> and it's like, I haven't encountered, you know, I want that to be the reality. I want to know Jesus so well and encounter him and read and know the Bible so well that out of my overflow of my heart comes, mm. comes that stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to be like Lucy pushing into the main of Aslan mm. or like Peter or Susan who think oh no he's not in this situation or he's not there because we know he is Mm -hmm. and yeah it's a really powerful 
yeah. things to mull over and think about at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I suppose that, that leads us on to the sort of final part of his, his talk, which was about people encountering Jesus through us. So as we go out into our world, our community, our family, our workplace, our schools, and we share the love of God yeah. um, to other people, then they get to see Jesus for themselves. Yeah. So as we perhaps behave in a way that's contrary to culture, you know, we're not mean to each other and we're 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 generous and all those kind of things which we don't see a lot of, um, then that's actually revealing Jesus to other people, forgiving them, loving them, even when they can be unlovable. Yeah. Um, topsy turvy world again. Topsy-turvy the kingdom world. of God. The kingdom of God. And yeah, and, and that's how people encounter Jesus through us. And so it's this lovely cyclical yeah. relationship that yeah. just gets better. That's the challenge we leave you with, I suppose, yeah. this week. Of a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you haven't watched David's Bible talk, mm-hmm. do go watch it because mm-hmm. it's very short but very impactful. Yeah. And if you haven't encountered Jesus for yourself, mm-hmm. try and what have you got to lose, you know, search for him yeah. and come and chat to us about it afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, we'd love to do these little interviews with people that have got a story to tell of an yeah. encounter with Jesus. And it can be something from years ago. It can be something from yesterday it can be a tiny story or it's a big testimony whatever but we'd love to hear from you and get you on the sofa (laughs) and share your story and let jack and josh interview you so yeah great great well see you next time (laughs) yeah bye bye so we've now got the interview with karen that me and jack did about um encountering jesus in everyday lives and uh, what she's experienced with him Hello and welcome to this episode's Encounter with Jesus Talk. I'm Jack. I'm Hannah. And I'm Josh. Yeah, as you can see in this episode, Josh has unfortunately turned into a car, so he won't be talking much. But we have got Karen Bull with We've us today. We've got Karen Bull here, who we're going to be interviewing about her encountering with Jesus. Yes, Karen. Nice. All right, first question is, Karen, <laughs> when did you become a Christian? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think I was about 16 and a half, maybe, which was quite a long time ago. Mm. How many, don't, I won't tell you how many years ago, (laughs) maybe more than 40 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we wondered if there was a specific time that comes to mind uh, of when you think that, when you encountered Jesus, really. Okay. So I can give a couple of interesting situations that happened. Um, So the first one is is probably the the birth of my young, young eldest son sorry Michael Mm. Um, and he was born very very early so I got to when I was 33 weeks which is seven weeks early and I was told he was very small and they were going to have to do a a cesarean section emergency Mm. because he wasn't growing Um, so and the 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 surgeon was asked well Richard was asking the surgeon if he could go in for the birth and the surgeon said no because the baby might not be breathing when he mm. comes out and yeah. we might have to resuscitate and you'll find that yeah. difficult. So before I went 
under anesthetic, I prayed and said to mm. Jesus, please don't let him yeah. have to be resuscitated because that's really traumatic. And the first thing the surgeon said to me when he when he I, I, I came round from the um, operation was the baby was crying before we got him out of the womb because obviously I had to have a cesarean. So that was a real yeah. answer to prayer. You know, wow. Jesus definitely was Amazing. there with him. Yeah. And also he was very small. So he was two pound, 11 and a half ounces, which is just a bit bigger, a bit heavier than a bag of sugar. Wow. And 14 inches long. So it's a bit bigger wow. than a 30 centimeter ruler, I think it. Yeah. So only that. And so in Richard's dad's hand, he could sort of just oh. fit him head to his bottom there and his legs hanging over. So wow. he was tiny, tiny. In hospital for four weeks, didn't need any ventilation and put on weight twice as quickly as most babies wow, usually do. So he was out within four weeks. Wow. So he was definitely a miracle from God. That was oh, an amazing, amazing yeah. story. And my dad always says he was, he was a miracle baby. So that, oh, that, was, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, so that was amazing. And then also another story, which mm. this is making me sound like lots of amazing things happen. That's tr- not always the case. But um, I had a real, we started to do a building project to build Richard's surgery. And I was going to do the accounts. And accounts wasn't really my thing that I really like to mm. do um, and I'd never done anything like it before it was a big it was a big business and lots of money and I was having to write checks for things and it felt really heavy it was like a big burden on yeah. me really I was really really anxious and and so Graham Reed was doing a talk at a place called Hallelujah Church and he had this absolutely massive sword okay so when he was talking about David and Goliath and do you remember like right. how David's really tiny and Goliath yeah, was like yeah. this massive thing and this is what it felt like to me this doing all the accounts was like really massive and mm. I was like this little person and yeah. Graham said you know you need to face your Goliath and and Jesus will help you and I, I'll pray for people so everybody went forward and at the end because I'd gone to help Graham I thought I need some help here so I went and prayed and and sort of I can't remember whether he laid the the uh, sword on me or I held the put my hand on the sword um but after that it was amazing because that the weight and the burden had gone and I knew that I wow. could do it. It, it was yeah. really, that's so that's amazing. like another miracle. Although it's yeah. not, you know, physical that's miracle, true. it really wow. did make a difference. Wow. So. There's amazing stories there. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so uh, this next question. Yeah. What is your favourite type of bean? A bean? Oh my and, gosh. And where from? Strange question. <laughs> <laughs> a bean. I think a runner bean. If it's grown in the garden. Hmm, from the garden. Yeah, I like runner beans. I used to I used to like picking them when I was a kid and eating them. Oh. Do you grow them? Yes, I do oh. if I can. <laughs> as long as the weather's good. <laughs> so, What's yeah. your favourite bean? My favourite bean? Probably just a baked bean. Mm. Hmm? What about you? Um, I like green beans <laughs> and baked beans. And nice. jelly beans. Jelly beans. Jelly beans, yeah, I like yeah. jelly beans. Mm. <laughs> so back on to mm. encountering with Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, we wondered, there are amazing stories there, but have you encountered him in just your everyday life? Just, you know. Yeah, so normal everyday life yeah. doesn't always have like amazing things yeah. happen. So, mm. so, so the way I would encounter Jesus, I would, be, would read my Bible every day. So I've got like a Bible app. Mm-hmm. Um, so either Bible in a year that with the Nicky Gumbel or there's um the U version Bible which does like a little five minute video and somebody All gives right, you verse yeah. of the day that I find that really helpful because it starts me to focus, you know, think about God straight away when yeah. I wake up, and um, and then some prayer afterwards as a prayer thing you can do or 
yeah, and then praying for certain situations. But then also mm. I found something that was really interesting and very helpful, particularly when I went to work, because it's quite difficult when you're doing other things and you're not at home all the time. Uh, and there was a tip that was like every time you go past somewhere to to, to pray. So, for instance, like oh. at home, you could say like every time you put the kettle on, pray, yeah. pray, and it kind of a, a reminder of oh, doing like it. That, so, yeah. like every time you, I don't know, put, pick your phone up, pray or something. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That, you know, something like that yeah. to kind of help you to sort of connect with God. I yeah, found that yeah, really good, that really yeah. helpful, and also having, especially if I was having difficult times, like positive um, Bible verses, like stick them in oh. front of the mirror or. Yeah. where you're going to see regularly or on your computer screen or whatever to try and cause it, it does help to yeah. sort of focus your mind on those yeah. sort of positive things and remember he's there with you all the time yeah. even when you don't you don't always feel him or yeah. don't or, or aren't always aware see so. I like that because every day you're always really busy and stuff and sometimes mm. your mind can wander and um but I like that you just bring it back to mm. to Jesus yeah. and you know thinking about him yeah 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 I like that Yes. So, Karen, yes. what is your favourite encounter with Jesus? My favourite encounter? Yeah. I think the times when Jesus has brought me peace, I think, because yeah. often in life things are, you get, I get, I can easily get anxious if I'm not, mm. you know, I don't sort of always, con I'm not always aware of Jesus being there all the time. But certainly it would be when people, if people pray with me or if you spend time with God or if they have like, <clears throat> they used to call soaking meetings where you could, sit and just experience God's peace and Jesus yeah. touching you those sort of experiences are my favorite because you come out feeling really yeah. peaceful and that that is really yeah. important wow. I think in life so yeah so I think uh, Josh actually has a question now oh does he okay Josh what is your favorite noise okay so my favorite noise mm. I would say it's being at the beach when the when the wave the waves and the water are coming over pebbles and it's like oh, it, and yeah. then it goes over the pebbles and then it comes back. Yeah. I find that really that's really quite calming Relaxing. and I like that. Yeah. Mm. So I like to watch that. Okay. Mm. Did you have a last question? Yeah, one last question. Uh, what is your favourite big thing? Big thing <laughs> yeah. on my days. <laughs> um, big thing. Um guess could be my car because it gets me from one place yeah. to another and I hear that. good answer yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good answer, good answer. Yeah. okay What's your favorite, big thing? favorite big thing um i you know i really like the eiffel tower i think it's a big thing and i really really like it okay <laughs> it's really random but i do mm. what about you um I like planes. Planes. Nice. You can get everywhere you want. You can. I like it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Karen. Yes. Okay. And we've learned a lot about you and your life over this past 15, <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some very interesting stories. I hope everyone at home found them interesting as well. Um, thank you. Okay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Guys, come back. Don't leave me.
Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What is it? I know oh, that I interview was, was great, but like, no, 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 no. surely, what is it? I can't wait for Easter. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love the Easter oh. bunny. <laughs> He's so great. Oh, what? what? What does Easter mean to you? Easter bunny, chocolate, eggs. No, kind of no, Hot no. crust buns. You're all wrong. All wrong. Yeah, he is. Well, yes. they're also exciting as well. But Easter is about uh, Jesus' resurrection. Mm. And for Christians, it can be a bit more exciting than Christmas because yeah. although Christmas, Jesus was born, uh, Easter's all about him um, in resurrecting and coming alive again yeah. um, after being on the cross. So and dying for our it's sins. It's a very exciting time. Um, and if you want to come and celebrate with us, come along on Easter Sunday and celebrate with our Easter service yeah. because that'll be great I think fun. You're right, Emma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So you learned now. I've learned that it's <laughs> all about when Jesus died for our sins yeah. and then rose again. And all that, that chocolate is, is nice too. Yes. Yeah. So thanks so much for watching this episode of Oaks Online, guys. I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed it. I have enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. Great. That's good. That's made a lot of memories. Yeah. Good. Bye. See you on the next one. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon you because He has anointed you. To preach the news Spirit of the Sovereign Lord Is upon you Because He has anointed you To preach good news He has sent you to the poor Bind up the broken hearted To bring freedom to the captive And release the ones in darkness This is the gift Of the favor of the Lord This is the day of the vengeance of our God. This is the year of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God. Spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon because He has anointed us to preach good news. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us. Because He has anointed us to preach good news. He will comfort all who mourn. will provide for those who grieve. He will pour out the oil of gladness. Instead of mourning, you will pray. 
This is the gift of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God. This is the gift of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God. sent you to the poor to bind up the broken hearted to bring freedom to the captives and release the ones in darkness this is of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God. This is the year of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God. This is the year of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God. This is the year of the favor of the Lord. This is the day of the vengeance of our God.